Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time, and it's a it's a vaguely triumphant Hammer Time, isn't it? After the it's weekend, more than vaguely triumphant. Yeah, it's it's triumphant. Do you think we turned a corner, Jim? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I I think that we've been playing pretty well this season and not getting results. And what we did on Saturday was dominate what I felt was a pretty meat and potatoes team. And Joining me, Jim Grant. <laughs> hello, hello, good yeah. evening, everybody. Yeah. He's got bang yeah. into it there, it's, hasn't yeah, he? He got, straight into he got it, balls deep into, a, into a full appraisal <laughs> before you'd even done any of the housekeeping. Well, he asked me a question. It was like, a greyhound. It was like, he, was like, he was like the greyhound that's just had him. a poo and is therefore ready to I've go been, and quite often wins. I've the, been a listener to this podcast as well as an occasional guest. My name is Sam Delaney. That's for me to introduce you. Uh, let me just say something that I've learned from listening, mm-hmm. um, as much as being here once in a while, is, is a simple rule. Never ask Jim a question. No, no point. Yes, no, that's, no that's point. true. Now, <laughs> Jim Grant and Sam Delaney are with me, but with me is a man that it's a sheer delight and pleasure and oh. thrill to have on this podcast. Now, uh, we've had uh, several ex-players on, and we it's, it's a huge thrill to have them. Uh, we've had some of the boys of 86, but we haven't had a boy from 86 that started with West Ham a decade before the boys from 86 season and left a decade, Jim, after it had finished. Incredible. And was uh, the skipper. That's skipper. right, exactly, the skipper during the FA season. FA Cup winner. It, it's, he, it, it, yes, it it's really special. is a bit, And also, huge, huge fan favourite. Yeah. <laughs> it is, of course, Alvin Alvin Martin. You make me feel very important, mate. Oh, it's, it, it, this really is a thrill. <laughs> it's a huge, it, it's a huge Trust thrill. me, you are important, Alvin. Thank you. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I am thrilled. Thank really. God he, didn't, yeah. go, he did, didn't carry that song on as well. I used to hate that song. Alvin, oh, Alvin, right. he's got yeah. no hair and we don't <laughs> care. Oh, yeah. Sam, you, yeah. could, you could have that song about yeah, you. Yeah, I'd, I'd welcome it. <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jim is the only one of us with I hair. am the only <laughs> one. Oh, what a lovely, lustrous head of hair he's got as well, 
<laughs> but he does. He does uh, lack the kind of uh, the, the live physique that uh, I think the rest of us you, have you, here. You, what is, what is, no, yeah. it's because of his handsomeness that you bully him <laughs> about the other shortcomings. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> It's because he comes in and intimidates us with his looks that yeah, we, yeah. we put him down about all the other stuff. Why yeah. must you what, destroy what do you mean the magic all the other stuff? <laughs> well, you know, you're drinking and, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. One thing I will say, <laughs> Alvin Martin, we have seen this firsthand that quite often when a player is approaching the end of his playing career, he basically dials all of the digits except the last one of Domino's Pizza into his phone and the second the final whistle goes he gets several <laughs> four foot yeah. wide pizzas delivered and immediately uh, I think the second you don't have they to balloon. be fit for a living they balloon Neville Southall inside well, Neville Southall was already there's a, a Neville Southall he was already a big fighting lad. to get out <laughs> you know even <laughs> the actual Neville Southall like, like a, a Russian, Russian doll, doll yeah or, a Welsh yeah, doll yeah, yeah. So, you know I had Neville Southall at South End when I was managing the South End oh, yeah. I got oh, wow. him on loan as a goalkeeper and Neville uh, he said I, I've, what are you doing for fitness and, and diet and stuff like that I said well we've got this and that and that with, you know pastas and he went hey, what's really good for you Jaffa cakes <laughs> <laughs> I used to bring these packs of Jaffa cakes in, and, he, and, and he was ballooning in front of my Jaffa, very eyes. Jaffa cake yeah. diet. There was, there was a sort of <laughs> mode of thought that Jaffa cakes were sort of like yeah. the, the healthiest biscuit because they're quite full of air, aren't they? Yeah. But, but not if you yeah. eat ten boxes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And they're not a biscuit, of course. No, they're a cake. Right. Right. Well, let's not get into that. Yeah, yeah. That's a separate podcast. <laughs> I hope he's not going to pick us up on everything. Oh, no. <laughs> that went to court. That, that yeah. Alvin, he's a teacher. So that's why you get a lot of this. <laughs> but Alvin, you look like you could run out on a pitch and play football now. Do, do, do you, I mean, is there... Ha, because obviously, it's like trying to kind of stay in shape is uh, painful and makes you go red and sweat uh, and is unpleasant mm. for just regular people. When you have to do it for a living, for year upon year, is it the second you stop, is there a temptation to just basically just go, I'm so... I don't have this. to... I don't yeah. have to go out running in the freezing cold, I don't have to do this. That clearly hasn't occurred to you. Well, the, but... fir the first six months, I've got to say, when I actually started to work in radio, I used to do an afternoon show, and we used to meet up uh, to talk about the show in a cafe, yeah. uh, have a, a bit of breakfast, a couple of cups of coffee, then go and do the show, and then after the show, we used to go for a few pints and talk about how, how the game had gone, yeah, uh, after, sorry, yeah. how the show had gone, yeah. and then... I started to put weight on. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. it took about, I reckon, six six to eight months, and you realise that you're starting to put more... And I, I have to try to put weight on. It's not as yeah. like, you know, it's, e oh, right, it's right. easy. So I have to try... But I was drinking pints of lager, which yeah. I'd never done in my life. Right, and I was right. never a big drinker when I was at West Ham. Oh, I was right. always very disciplined. I never drank three days before a game. Oh, wow. So, no sex three days before a game. Right. Blimey. The anti Machiavelli. So I, I was very, very disciplined. <laughs> anti Machiavelli. Yeah. <laughs> 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 used to have sex during the game. During games, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, Depending but, on how closely he was marked. <laughs> but discipline, obviously, is a big part of my life. Mm. Discipline yeah. just went. And I, right, I started right. to put weight on. But uh, no, I've got back. I feel. Who was it leading good. you astray with all of these greasy breakfasts and beer when you got into it was radio? A fellow called Tony Lockwood. Right. Tony right. Lockwood, who I used to do an afternoon show with, and uh, Lockie was great fun. Um, and I really enjoyed doing that, but it was it was not, it was just, I fell into it, really, mm. Sam, into mm. broadcasting, because I didn't plan it. Yeah. They asked me to do a couple of shows, and it happened to be with Lockie, who I got on really well with. And, and what's that, was this Capital Gold? This was um, talk radio. Talk, oh, the original talk, talk radio, yeah. yeah. In Tottenham Court Road, it was um, yeah. a long time oh, ago. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. That's right, I used to go to those offices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've, uh, yeah I've, I've been around for... for Mm, 20 years nearly now 
the talk sport and talk radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully enjoyed it. It's a lot easier than playing football. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> We'll probably what we'll probably do is we'll probably break this podcast into two and do uh, an Alvo-centric uh, one uh, in the second half. So we could in there because also because as Alvin has said, he is a f- fully functioning football pundit, which quite often ex-players we have on aren't. So we should talk about the games. And Alvin, you went to the uh, game the weekend as a, as we all did, didn't we? And, yeah. Uh, uh, we haven't done one. I think so since, since for the Leicester. So we could talk uh, about Leicester so talk briefly. About, but also just how the team's going at the moment. And then yeah. we'll turn our attention to finding out yeah. which were the heavy drinkers in the Alvin's fitness regime is now so that I, yeah. I can subscribe to it. Well, I, I'm very interested to hear your take on, on sort of Pellegrini and the way things have gone generally, really. But, but obviously we'll talk about the specific games first, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. So, the Burnley game was, uh, it, uh, you know, if you take all the results bar those first four disastrous, shitty results out, I mean, the, the, we we would be easily mid-table mm, yeah. now, and uh, yeah. it feels like the, you know, you would have taken that kind of nil uh, one <laughs> loss to Brighton away as just, you know, you'd have chalked it off because yeah. we'd be playing well. As it was, we were slightly worried that we were backsliding into playing badly again but uh, the draw away at Leicester a draw away from home anytime is good and then the, the win at the weekend was good so it feels like things mm. are... It was a proper good old fashioned West Ham match that wasn't it letting them in scoring them drama it was really exciting game uh, Good uh, game well, f- First and foremost I am a big fan of Pellegrini so, Right you know, I'm re- I was really um, excited by, by by his arrival and I was also excited the fact that they backed him as well, the, the club. So they were two big pluses. So the first few games, I think we were all expecting a little more than what we got. But we were only out really poor in one of those games. And that we were in the other games. And we played people like Bournemouth. We were in Wolves. the Arsenal game. God. Yeah, well, I, well, I went to the Arsenal game. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. In, and yeah. we had crazy yeah. chances. That could have gone either way. Yeah. So all of those games yeah. we were in, well and truly yeah. in. So I wasn't... I suppose really Bournemouth and Wolves we rightly expected to beat them but they've had very good runs they were on yes, a rich vein of form and they were unknown quantities uh, really so okay that takes me to flipping along a little bit it, the, the, some of the performances I think the performances have been better than the results and the one at the weekend yeah. was a big game what I was really pleased about the weekend was the performance of Anderson um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know and his couple of goals which were great but they showed some character there because like you said there Sam we do make it hard for ourselves mm. West Ham don't we that, that, that's in the, in the DNA of the club yeah. I think yeah. but to come back after big setbacks in the game and then come again and win it decisively. We should we should have won it by by more than yeah, four. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So I was really pleased with the way we played. Um, I thought Anderson had his best game I've seen. Declan Rice continues to be really good in that central yeah. midfield role. Extraordinary, isn't it? is still the player for us and does things that you think, oh wow, get yeah. quick and powerful. And whenever it goes into him and around the edge of the box, you feel like something's going to happen. Balbuena is starting to look really solid um, and, and is becoming a leader every time I see him a little bit more. The op, the nice partnership. Yeah. And I think the keeper has been magnificent. He's great, isn't he? So yes. there are a lot of pluses there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It was all about the result at the weekend. And we can see that goal. You know, like I hear ex-pros sometimes saying, oh, that he should have done that and he should have done this. Mm. Now and again, you can see the goal like that one. The first goal that Burnley first scored. One. And you're just a little unfortunate. Yeah. He didn't win the first header enough. Yeah. And then it bounces down. And they get lucky. It lands on somebody's chest. And he plays a ball. And the run goes in. And yeah. it's 
nothing I, I couldn't have even stopped no, that absolutely <laughs> yeah. so you get a little yeah. unfortunate that you're on the end of something like that but what? no it, it, was a, it was a fabulous game I was really delighted to what see what about the, the second one Alvin because a lot of people said that it, it, Snodgrass ended up marking Woods didn't he and, and you know, that's a bit of a mismatch aerially yeah and we didn't uh, but I noticed that with Pedigree we don't have anyone on the are you an old fashioned have someone on the posts yeah. uh, corners well, or I think the biggest thing is to win the first header and then yeah. you don't need anybody mm. on the post yeah. but yeah. I think when you have a, a mismatch like that and they did they did have some big boys they've got the two centre halves yeah, yeah they were big yeah. 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 when that corner came yeah. in we were going oh there's a lot of big so guys we, we, there, we yeah. did have a deficiency and sometimes you can only find so many six footers in your team mm. yeah. and we were one mm. short really but Snodgrass he, he, what I hate is the one pet hate if I can get me into West Ham and say look just give him a bit of advice on, on, on marking from corners mm. that's mm. what I'd love mm. to do mm. and don't even bother about looking at the at the play that you're marking. Look at the ball. You can see the player. I used to have good per- peripheral mm, vision. Yeah. So if I'm looking at somebody taking the corner, the only thing that matters to me is when that's going to be delivered and what when this man's going to make his yeah, run. Because yeah. until the man actually runs up to the ball who's going to deliver it, the, the man that you're, you're 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 marking is not a threat. No, it doesn't matter no, where he right. is. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. as long as you're within three or four yards of him, but as soon as that man. St- uh, starts to make contact with the ball I then want to be in a position where I can defend the, yeah. the fella and he didn't he was looking at, away mm. from the uh, from the ball and, and then you're at the mercy of the run and he got mm. underneath the ball he jumped underneath the ball and, and obviously Wood got, got the header in there's uh, been a few uh, like goals of that nature goals where there's been silly mistakes made by individuals this season other than that like you say the two new centre-backs good partnership but he likes playing this really high line which we haven't seen much. West Ham, I'm used to always seeing us sort of defend on the edge of our six-yard box deeper yes. and deeper as the game yeah. goes on. Yeah. But he's stuck to this, hasn't he? Even when we've been exposed a few times. What do you think of that as a It's defender? the way to play. Sam, It's if you want a successful team now in modern-day football, that's the way to play. You, you, you squeeze up uh, as high up the pitch as you can, you pressure the ball high up the pitch, and you try and win it up there where you're in a position where you can do some damage. But you want to play your football in mm. their half. I mean, we could never have done it when I was playing because we had Phil Parks in goal. He used to have the cigar out <laughs> leaning yeah, against yeah. the post. <laughs> <laughs> you need your keeper to be able to come out yeah. and and play as, as a last defender, which yeah. obviously Fabianski can. He's got, food, but that yeah. that is definitely the way to play. And he, and look, he said it when the pressure was on Pellegrini uh, six eight weeks ago. He said this method works. The, this style of play works. And everywhere he's been. He's been successful. Yeah, but it takes time. It takes we time, take especially time. when you've got just a bunch gotta, of new players. Yeah, that's right. We just got to come back uh, after this very quick message. Stop Hammer Time is lubricated by Watney's Pale Ale. Watney's Pale Ale, the Stop Hammer Time Beer of the Month. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. Um... (laughs) I uh, uh, I was really pleased that we kept doing what we were doing when when the sort of when the second equaliser yeah. e- equalising goal came in it was very dispiriting and heads went down briefly and you sort of thought oh no not again we're not going to sort of lose this three two having been up in the game twice but we didn't really change anything we did we kept going with the same uh, with the same tactics and the same approach and in fact the first substitution I think after the uh, after the break. Was was an attacking one. That's um, right. Yeah. He only brought on Ogbonna as the kind of second yeah, substitution yeah. after I think the equaliser. I love that about Pellegrini. I, I love that. I love that that fact that you know you you you're playing well. What you're doing is working. 
uh, you have a setback, but you just carry on doing what you were doing, and yeah. it, and, and it absolutely that game was a demonstration of keep attacking, keep playing the way you're playing, don't try and sort of change things, and we got the two goals late on, which uh, we obviously deserve. Well, well it's log- it's only logic. And this is yeah. the, 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 the I used to have a bugbear. I used to have a real problem with with Sam. Uh, not you. Mm. Not, not, a lot of people not, have a problem with me. <laughs> <laughs> with Sam Allardyce, it, it was very negative. If he got a goal up, it was all. It would always be a defensive um, oh, God, substitution yeah. and hang yeah. on to what you've got. Yeah. Now, all of the other top managers, I think, in in in, in football, people like Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, Pochettino, they all think, okay, if you scored a goal and you're one nil up or even two nil up in the second half. Make it a positive change where you look to kill the game. Yeah. A 2 yeah. Ga- a two nil. the game is never dead. With 15, 20 minutes, how many times do we see it end up being 2-2 or even losing a game? So always look to get the third goal. I never yeah. used to celebrate the first goal or the second goal that we scored. Yeah. The third goal, I used to jump up and down because I thought, that is the winning goal. Yeah. That's the one. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's yeah. the way I yeah. think and that's yeah. way, the yeah. way Pellegrini is. And that's the way West Ham fans are. Yes. You don't yeah, want to definitely. sit back and defend no. you know, a two-goal lead. I look, mean, I understand it happens sometimes when you're in a relegation battle. Because for different reasons, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's an anxious, anxiousness about your side. But overall, West Ham need to play adventurous, positive football, and yeah. the manager sets mm. the tone. When for you that. describe it like that, it makes yeah, it, it makes me think even more. He is the right fit for West Absolutely. Ham. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't quite see. I was excited because it was the first time we'd had a Championship-winning manager in charge of our club. But you weren't sure whether culturally you'd fit in and things like this. I didn't know a lot about him as a bloke. But actually, when you think about his approach to football, when people obviously mock us, don't they, because of the, this use of the term West Ham way, and it's hard for any of us probably even in this room to quite put our finger on it, but the way in which he plays is pretty damn close to how we all see it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 not tick-a-tacker or whatever. It's, no. it, um, and there have been some... some sequences of play even in the defeat against the the Carabao Cup defeat against Tottenham there were one or two sequences of one touch play in midfield that just get you off your seat you know well I'm always off my seat because I stand and watch the game but Mm. uh, you know metaphorically get you off your seat because that's the way you want to see a West Ham team playing it takes you back to when there was you know we were knocking it about and 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 we had technical players and and I think you know people have been on Anderson's back a little bit and I, I felt there was a change a little bit on on Saturday's game, he he was he seemed to have a freer role, or he seemed to be about about the pitch a lot more than 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 he had been. He's less effective when he's sort of just sitting out wide waiting for the ball to come to him. When he goes and looks for the ball and gets involved, and he did that at Arsenal. He was more central at yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, I thought we were unlucky at Arsenal. I thought yeah, I thought, yeah, I I thought we played yeah, really really yeah. well. And that, thought, it was an Arsenal side that were getting into a groove. They they, yeah. they went on on a run, didn't they? Yeah. they just the, the start of a run. But I think what what Anderson and uh, Dean Garner on on both flanks were were, were a nice balance because Dean Garner is somebody who's got this youth and he just wants to go at yeah. people absolutely and he runs with the ball and he's he, he's tenacious and he adds an energy and then he's more considered Anderson a little bit more quality obviously more experience but I think it's been difficult for him I think he's he's turned up here I think there are a couple of Spaniards in the team I don't think anyone speaks Portuguese It's it, no, so he's, no. he's on his own I think he's single as well so it may just take a little bit more time and mm. don't forget Arnautovic now is our main man yeah. when he first arrived yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really similar when he when he first arrived up until really Moyes took over and moved him central. I was like, this is the bi-. he he was our record signing, wasn't he? Yeah. Before, yes, it was, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, this is the biggest waste of money ever. 
and then you know it, it, he really only had half a season up front he ended up hammer of the year and yeah. so that's the thing that when Anderson's had a couple of iffy games has kept me sort of keeping the faith in him mm. and I think he started to show signs of how good he could and, and be do you know the other thing is Sam as well you were talking about the, the, the setbacks in the game I think the the crowd know when we're playing well. Absolutely, mm. yes. And that's why yeah. why there was there wasn't that anxiousness. It was a dreadful scenes last year, wasn't it, Burnley? When yeah. everything was going wrong, yeah. they didn't like the style of football. There was a lot mm. of things going wrong. But in that game, you know when you've played well, and the, and the players do, and the fans do, and that's why they had the freedom to keep on playing because Absolutely. the fans were with them. It was a completely different. <laughs> yeah. Um, atmosphere, totally different atmosphere to the to the Burnley game last year. You're yeah. absolutely right. Even the mood walking away from the ground after the nil one against Spurs, because we played well in that game. We actually had a lot of opportunities yeah. uh, to not only equalise but to win that game. I remember that uh, game under Zola. Uh, we were both there when we got beat one three by Everton, and mm. we played brilliantly. But one mad spell, we conceded about three goals in five minutes. It was just bonkers. Mm. But we walked. Away from that game, I think I saw you that day, and, mm. and uh, we were there. Good performance. Kind of going, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Good no. performance. And, and <clears> I mean, that's just the difference between kind of negative football that yeah. fails to yeah. work. So yeah. getting beat by us uh, when when we are a Sam Allardyce team, getting beat feels bad because yeah. we've been shit and been beat. I mean, know? I feel and, and you know he's he, what he's done is sort of it runs counter to so much of, of what we see new managers do when they come in. You know, the sort of the the, the classic Allardyce thing is what well, we'll sort out the defence, we'll make us good at set pieces, whatever. What it feels like is that Pellegrini's come in and said, right, the first thing I want to do is to make us play good progressive football. Yeah, mm. we'll worry about sorting out defending corners later. But let's let's play the way we want to play. I want my philosophy of how we play football to be the thing that we concentrate on first, and then we can start on the other things. And and he that, he recognised the DNA. To me. He recognised yeah. the DNA yeah, of, yeah. of West Ham. Mm. Sam was still asking, "What is the West Ham way?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. after he'd been in the job for a year, yeah. you know, I'm thinking, yeah. no, the, yeah. look, he used to say it in a, a mocking way, which I didn't like. No, I didn't. You know, like you, know it. you want to play winning football. Yeah. And, and my my comeback on that is, hold on, mate, we have won things. Yeah, we have won things. You know, playing that way. Yeah, yeah. We've won FA cups. You know, yeah. a cup winners' cup. We, you mm. know, we've we've got to third in in, in the top flight mm. playing That's that sort right. of football. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. while we want more success and mm. it's not enough. It, you, you and the people who are playing it now. Yeah, yeah. They're, and not, it's they're not, not playing that sort of football. Mm. And it is. A, it was under Sam. It was a kind of a, a willful misunderstanding of what West Ham fans want because it's kind of going, oh, they want all stepovers and flicks and stuff like that. No, they really. just want progressive football that tries to win a game by scoring more goals than the other. And West Ham yeah. fans love attacking yeah, as well, yeah, boys. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, you think yeah. about some of the players Get we've had, you know, like Julian Dixon, Billy yeah, Bonds. Yeah, they, yeah. They, that can sometimes be better yeah. than seeing a great goal. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. 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 85-86 team, where, which was so thrilling to, to watch. Uh, often the ball would go back to front very quickly. It yeah. was quite. Yeah. It wasn't pat about. It was direct, quite yeah. direct. You know, we had a combination. We had a combination early on in that season. Um, we we lost the first game, and I remember we lost the first game uh, where Birmingham, and we just signed Frank McAvenny. <laughs> Didn't know too much about him. He was playing in midfield. Mm. Uh, and Paul Goddard got injured. Yeah, and uh, and you know the stories after that. But I remember the first game that we we played after that defeat. It was QPR on a, a night game. It might be a Tuesday or Wednesday under the lights. And we conceded an early goal. Mm. And we all looked around. We I remember looking at a few of the players and pulled them in. I went, right, OK, what are we going to do? And 
we had now a player in Frank McAvenny who was playing up front who was going to really do a press like Firmino yeah, does yeah. For, mm. yeah. for for yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. That's yeah. we're gonna. That's the way we're going to play. And Tony Cotty bought into it because Tony was more of a poacher. Yeah. Tony Tony bought into it as well. And we and we pressed. Mark Wood went on one side. Dev went on the yeah. other. Yeah. We had Alan Dickens who was wonderful that year. Jeff Pike and we squeezed up. Mm. And we started to think about when we haven't got the ball. Because yeah, it was always yeah. about when we had the ball. Yeah. And we'd become a much better team when we when we didn't have the ball in there. That was that was a great team. You know, it was, yeah. but it was a team oh. that had pace. Yeah. Tony Cotty and Frank McAvenny, yeah. me and Tony get at the back, we knew we could have a ball on the edge of our box and we could hit a ball over the top of the last mm. defender with quality, mm. not, yeah. not launching it, with quality and we knew we could turn people around. Mm. And it was <laughs> it was something that we hadn't had yeah, very often yeah. in, in the teams that I'd played, certainly in the first... It's what Arnautovic offers, offers, isn't That's it? That's the great that, thing about Arnautovic. That, that, that press, say, yeah, yeah. the goal he scored, you know, that, that yeah. never give up, yeah. just chase. He's scored several goals like that. One but against that was, Newcastle last season. But that was, a, you know, that, was what, that was fantastic kind of footballing brain, wasn't it? Because you you see, you know, that this is this, that thing where kind of calculations are happening at kind of yeah. lightning speed. Because he goes, if I run at Tarkovsky, he's got two choices. He's going to turn and bang it up the field, but he won't get any direction on it or co- make, might come to one yeah. of our players. What he's more likely to do, and this is taking a split second, he's going to turn and pass it to the keeper. Because you see, Onatovic yeah. just shoves past him and keeps going because he knows it's going to go back to the keeper. Mm. He knows he can't hit it hard back at the keeper. So he just goes, so it, it's like but- a whole... The, the, also, the presence of the mind. Thing, How many right? times have you seen a player get gifted um, that sort of opportunity? But it, like you say, it happens so quickly, they don't score. That's right. Yeah. And he, he kept his head, and that was yeah. a really good finish. Yeah. Although it was sort yeah, of felt yeah. like a gift. You've seen them yeah. miss more often than score. Like when he chased down Begovic at Bournemouth last season. Yeah. You know, it's wet, it's slippy, there's a chance the goalkeeper is going to slip over. Put him under pressure. That helps us in half. That yeah. helps us. Because mm. when, when somebody's putting that pressure on you, you can't then get the quality of ball into your front. No, that's right. Which makes it easier for, the, for your centre halves if, if yeah. somebody's doing that for you. We, mm. yeah, yeah. we never used to do enough of that at West Ham. I remember we went up just quickly, went on talking about press and stuff like that. We went on to a tour uh, pre season uh, in the early 80s. Um, we were playing Ajax. And like Jasper Olsen and Kuman and all that lot playing in, yeah, yeah. in, um, in, 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 in for this team. Anyway, they, were, they were brilliant. Before, uh, two or three days before the game, I said to Bill, what about we start playing offside, Bill? Because we, we, what we'd done, we'd always gone with our runners. So you stay goal side, and somebody play a long ball, you track your runner. But it meant that you end up get, you know, getting caught running back towards your mm, own goal mm. too often, and you end up getting squeezed back. Anyway, I said, when I played for England, Phil Thompson, alongside Phil Thompson, he, played, he just steps up, and he went, we'll have a go at that today. Anyway, there's no pressure on the ball, obviously, because we've got Trevor Bruton playing in midfield who, yeah, who yeah. wants to play, but he's not really too interested in making tackles. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we didn't have any pressure on the ball. And we had Koeman at the back. It was banging these balls all, and, and we got beat 6-1. <laughs> and I remember we're walking off the pitch and Bonzo said to me, I think we'll go back to going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you've probably got to practice that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the uh, old uh, Arsenal defence under Graham. Uh, they had that nailed down yeah, yeah. while, we, while we're still on the on the on the on the game can I ask you about Snodgrass because I for me I, I'm, I'm a little bit in love with Robert Snodgrass you, said, you said that the weekend, I, I did say that weekend yeah, I'm, I'm working on a poem about no, it, it, I'm working claim, on a poem about my love it's, for it is wonderful the way you don't mind me saying I think it's a wonderful match you've thank got, you you've got a poem <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I haven't got it yet oh, right, right, it's, right. It's, it's in the making it's in the making Yeah, we do poetry we have poetry corner on this podcast it's quite a highbrow hugely highbrow um, but I, I think he's done fantastically well, given that you know there were things that some of the things that were said about him and 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 the negativity and whatever, and going out on loan and 
coming back in and, and he's just rolled his sleeves up hasn't he and and, and he doesn't let you down he, you know he's he's a pretty decent footballer do you know when when it, when they see somebody like him um because I, I know that, that he can play I've seen him at Leeds my boy was on loan at Leeds with him and I, right. so I've seen quite a bit of him there he, he's somebody who you know has got the ability and, and Arnautovic was the same when Arnautovic came I went right okay I like him and I watched him for the first I don't know two months and you can see this, he's there he's got it mm. but he doesn't know how to pull it all together and, and all of a sudden he, he flourished maybe a change of manager mm. I think Snodgrass the same you come in, it doesn't go well, you get dropped, you put in, taken out, the fans are maybe get on your back a little bit and you lose confidence. And you mm-hmm. think, is he going to be able to find his way back? And then it's just a change. It might be a change in manager, mm-hmm. change of circumstances. Maybe there's other players come into the club and you think, well, I'm better than him and I'll prove I'm better than him. I'll do mm-hmm. it in training. Mm-hmm. And, and you come again. And I think he's one of them. He's yeah. got the ability. Yeah. But it's about winning over the fans again. And you, act, yeah. that, you don't do that with one game. No, it's, no, no. Sometimes it's easier when you're a forward. Because you can you can be playing poor for six six ten weeks, you can score a couple of hat tricks in in two weeks, and they all love you again. Yeah, a midfielder or or a defender or a goalkeeper, he has to do it over yeah. a longer period of time. He has to regain the trust of the fans yeah. over a longer period, mm. which is more yeah. difficult. So I'm with you. I I think he's got ability. You've got to keep producing it on the pitch, but it helps when the team's playing well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think Snodgrass actually started doing that in pre-season because Pellegrini seemed to quite like him in pre-season. Yeah, he's a huge vote of confidence from Pellegrini, yeah. especially after like they loved him at Villa. The fans absolutely yeah, loved yeah. him, didn't they? they he had such him, a great. They? Yeah, they really loved him. So that obviously boosts his confidence. Then he cap so he's in demand already. Yeah. Then he's playing in front of a manager like Pellegrini with his pedigree. And he's checked him out pre-season and said, I, I want to keep you. And that must be a huge yeah. boost. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. like a man playing with confidence, yeah. but he puts such a... I mean, I think he's classy. He's got great delivery. But he runs and he, runs and He's talented, runs. but he, and he runs chases so much. Yeah. And he, he, he lifts... He lift, sometimes oh, he just lifts... Yeah. He just, sometimes he just lifts the crowd by, yeah. by, by just running Gets after people. Place. You know. yeah. um, I think also at the moment, uh, uh, since that change came away at Everton, where we went to this kind of triangle in midfield and three up front it's like a sort of it's like a modular system that someone can just sort of clip into because snodgrass can be part of those front three and has and uh with um uh noble's three match ban he went into that sort of triangle and in both of those cases you know what the job is and know what you've got to do and actually snodgrass has sort of all the chops to do either of those jobs mm. even though they're quite sort of different because he's he's got g- quite good control and a good range mm. of passing and yeah. uh, i think um, they, they bring different things don't they i think he, he's got more mobility um, and energy than mark mark's got more know-how so he, yeah, he'll, he'll right. be and he's yeah, probably yeah. more of a communicator yeah you know he'll he'll push people on in front of him or tell people to come back and mm. so they have different roles and different yeah. different influences on the game but you do need I think um, a, an energy now mm-hmm. in, in the Premier League where you can you can make things happen I, sometimes I look at a team who, who haven't got that and, and you end, you're easy to play against yeah, yeah, playing yeah. against people who who have got people who are snapping into tackles yeah. I'm not talking about getting themselves sent off mm. but I want to see West Ham adding that to the to the to the the fluency that we want to yeah. see as well. So yeah, it's getting yeah. the balance right between concentrating on not being nice to play against. No, yeah. and I, I felt we were that at Leicester. I felt you know, especially when we went down to ten men. I thought it was a fantastic defense. You know, backs to the wall. Yeah, 
um, uh, performance and, and also, you know, created some chances. Bloody even unlucky, with 10 men. really. With the yeah, in the end. Yeah, unlucky with the deflection. But then had a really good... I, was, I think it was unfortunate it fell to Ogbonna in a way mm. and he snatched at it a bit. We had a great chance in the end. For suddenly you had centre-halves in their box. Yeah, you know? yeah. um, Arvin, you'd have put that away, wouldn't you? You would have uh, touched that, it. That, you'd have touched that, it in the top <laughs> corner, mate. <laughs> oh, Definitely. That was, what, what about, Alvin, what about um, Declan Rice? Is he is, is he playing in his best position now? And, and how good can he be? Well, I know that David Moyes wanted to see him there. Mm. This is a very difficult one, this. I'm, I've got to admit, I'm surprised how comfortable he looks there. Because to move from the centre half into that area where all of a sudden the games, you know, you're receiving balls with your back to people. Yeah, it's a. I used to find mm. that really difficult because whenever I got into a like I think I, they tried playing me centre forward early on, uh, Ron Greenwood, and even Lou Macari played mm. me centre forward yeah. a couple of times. Uh, the first game was all right. The second one, I was dreadful. <laughs> but I, I found it hard when you when you've got people behind you because every 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 game I'd played out of the 586, 584 of them had been. Mm. As a centre half, mm, so mm. I think to make the transition from centre half to there is not easy, but he just looks so comfortable. And he's what I like about Declan is he's a very confident lad, very composed. And when you think about what you need um, for that role, you've got to be defensively savvy. You've got to be technically good where you're not giving the ball away. You've got to know the time when you to play at one touch, when to have a touch. He just seems to do that all so naturally, and I like his mobility. So. I look at him there, and I, I always felt oh, he could be a really good centre half. Mm, yeah, but I do. I think at the moment, if, if you said to me now, Declan, are you going to be playing for the Republic of Ireland? Are you going to play for England? I think. Well, are there too many better holding midfielders? Mm. No, I agree. potentially in, in in England at the moment no. than Declan because he offers a range of passing short and long. Been yeah. well, like the turnaround has been extraordinary. Has, I think, hasn't it? it? Has. Because he, he the the. It was a fantastic when Moyes brought him into that uh, three-man uh, defence because he he what he had was good game awareness, wasn't he? He was doing a lot of pointing, a lot of sort of uh, uh, a lot of trying to marshal the back three, and you thought this guy's you know old head on young yeah. shoulders, but he was sometimes exposed when he got played as a sort of defensive midfielder in the position he's in now. In fact, earlier this season, the away game at Liverpool, he had to be substituted. Uh, yeah. because he was so and, bad at it. and the away game at Newcastle last season. Last season, he, yeah. yeah. But he's, 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 he's learned super I'm, quick, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he has. Because you actually thought he he you know. Winston Reid is a very good stopper, has great positional sense, but he's not great on the ball. Yeah. Tompkins, for example, was was much better on the ball yeah. than Winston Reid. Rio was better on the ball than you know whoever he was yeah. partnered with. Um, you and he crossed over vaguely, didn't he? He wasn't, we, really yeah, yeah. He wasn't as good as you. He, was, he, he actually came on, um, <laughs> I think... In the in the Sheffield Wednesday game, which is my last game at West Ham, so yeah, there wow. was, and I've seen Rio players as, as a kid, so yeah. I've seen him coming through, and I remember uh, playing in a reserve game at uh, Highbury, um, and they had the, Ian Wright playing up front, and he, he, I thought you go mark him, Rio, it's <laughs> <laughs> too quick for me, but like he didn't give right your kick. And, right. uh, I, I yeah, remember getting yeah. on the bus the following week and chatting to Harry Redknapp, who was the manager at the time, and he said, "What about young Rio?" I said, "Harry, he's a player." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a player because they they were wondering whether to play in midfield. Yeah, yeah he he's sort of reverse. Yeah. Yeah. He was the reverse of Rice in that yeah. sense, wasn't yeah. he? I, I I remember saying, look, 
he's he's got everything to be yeah. a top top turn and half, yeah. and, and he was one. What I like about Rice is that his first touch seems to open up his second yeah. touch. Yeah. It seems to you know that that, mm, that, mm. that he receives the ball, but he's already thinking, where am I going to lay this off? And he does that. He does that simple thing. He doesn't try to over elaborate. He just he, he's like oiling the machine, isn't he? I mm. really uh, you know he's a well, bit of a I think playing playing you know defensive midfield or centre half is. Decision making, your first touch obviously is is paramount because that either puts you under pressure or it doesn't. Mm. If your first touch is perfect, you think, okay, I can do whatever I want now. Um, after that, you have to realise, right, okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to actually go past this man, or do and not and not and, and take a risk, or do I give the ball thirty, forty yards yeah. away and get rid of it? And West Ham, you need to get the ball to people who can play. When when I was growing up. We had people like Alan Devonshire yeah. and, yeah, and Trevor Brook yeah. in the midfield, yeah. and then later on it would be people like Jeff Pike and, and, and Alan Dickens. So you think, well, I've got to get the ball to them. If I don't get the ball to them, then really our team is not going to function. Yeah. So you, yeah. I would I would calculate when to take a risk to be able to get the ball to them. Um, and as a youngster, maybe overdid it. Ron Greenwood was always on at me, and Billy Bonds was on at me. I'd want to do too much. Hmm. take too many risks get the ball nicked off me I'd put my team in trouble yeah. so it was about really finding out when to do it and when not to do it when to use the ability that you've got in the right way mm-hmm. and in the right area the two centre-backs we've got do uh, at, the, at the moment uh, do fit Pellegrini's style of play because they're both much more comfortable on the ball than you know f- for example sort of Collins or Reed are uh, they're happy to come out with the ball they they will take it up I think mean, Diop the, looks absolutely I mean Balbrainer you've said he's, he's like a leader but Diop he didn't have his best game at the weekend, but he looks extremely good to me. Mm. Well, I, I agree with you. I think both of them, they're a nice balance, them two. Um, but sometimes as well, you know, give credit to the manager because um, you have to, as a manager, you have to take into consideration if I'm asking them to play and bring balls down rather than clear them, they are going to make a mistake now and again. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. and a goal is, is going to be resulted. So we're going to concede a goal. You have to accept that, and I think Pellegrini does. He says, "Okay," and Pochettino has done it yeah. at, at, um, mm. at his, his clubs, where he says, "Okay, if we can see that's my fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. You will make a mistake now and again, yeah, yeah. but we're going to benefit over the course of a season so much that we're mm, going to yeah. be a better team. Yeah. So we're going to accept that when we do get make a mistake, I'm going to support you." And yeah. I think that's where yeah. Pellegrini... Great management, yeah. that, Well, yeah. under Allardyce, you saw... Uh, I, I, I just distinctly remember uh, it was really on, early on in our first premiership season when James Collins sort of under-hit a back pass to Jaska Line and it sort of bobbled and they nipped in and scored. The way the heads went down because of Allardyce's clean sheets, clean sheets, clean sheets mantra, was mm. it was only like about 11 minutes yeah. into, the, into mm. the game, but you just saw our heads nervous. go down because yeah. we hadn't kept a clean sheet. Yeah. And suddenly you've got to play 79 more minutes when you've basically betrayed your manager and he yeah. thinks you're you know he was quite ruthless wasn't he about yeah. the centre-backs at the start yeah. of the season but yeah. he started with Obonna I think most yeah. of us would have thought after last season Obonna was our best centre-back yeah. mm. I expected him to be the first choice centre-back this season couple of games wasn't it did it take one yeah. two games yeah. and he he yeah. was he was out mm-hmm. and then he yeah. quickly settled on these two yeah. which was quite yeah. ballsy decision considering yeah. they were both new to the premier league yeah but it seems to be working out yeah how important is the role of the captain on the pitch in that sort of situation because i think all, all we remember that time when we conceded when tomkins made made a mistake and upson was upson was captain and just like walked away and left him right yeah. in front of where we were on the in the bobby moore stand at the time you know, and the and the the kid was, you know, he was absolutely devastated. He was down on his haunches, and you'd have thought, 
Ah, oh, if you'd have been captain, I mean, you'd have gone and put put your arm around him and well, just, you know, just giving him know, a clip around the ear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so don't do that again. <laughs> well, look, in the, in the old days, it was the chicken money. If you weren't playing well, um, you didn't really want to go too close to that. that <laughs> uh, when, it, when, it, when it went going well, I tell you now, the, the, I remember balls rolling off and, and me and Ray Stewart uh, looking at it because it was our throw. <laughs> and, I'd, and I'd say, you go and get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ain't going to get it. But I remember one instance, um, we had a, an Australian left winger called Stan Lazaridis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Skippy. Skippy. Yeah. 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 He struggled at the start. Yeah. yeah. Really struggled. And he was having a, not a particularly good time. Uh, I can't remember who the, the opposition were. Anyway, about 20 minutes into the game, Stan made a, a, a pretty woeful mistake. And they, we ended up conceding a goal because of it. And I remember seeing a player who was already lacking confidence, who now was going to run the raft of the chicken run. And unfortunately, he was on the left-hand yeah. side by, by yeah. the chicken run. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually <laughs> went over before we kicked off, um, after conceding the goal, and w- walked over to the, uh, to the, to the chicken run. Yeah. And I pointed at them, and then I pointed at him, and I went, lifted my arms up yeah. in the air, yeah. and I went, yeah. get behind him. And they all yeah. roared. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, Stan, the next 10 minutes for you are going to be really important. Be brave and get stuck in and you'll be okay. And do you know yeah, what? Yeah. He, he, he never looked back. No, he, he, never looked he, back. he did yeah. become a really yeah. good player for yeah. us. And he, and he, and he, and he, he yeah. was yeah. a popular player yeah. in here. But I think they're pivotal moments in, in the game. That might have been that 2-2 draw against Everton, I think. that You might be right. I think that might have been... You might I, think be right. I, remember, I think I remember that. Funny enough, I remember a game in the early part of my career when we played Everton. And in the first five minutes... I um, I'd only just got on the side, you know, so I was making my way, and I, I passed the ball square without looking. It got cut out, and they scored. And you think, oh dear me, this isn't good. This isn't good. Because I, I still wasn't like you know a favourite of any sort. I was still trying to make my way. Anyway, I, I responded in the right way. We ended up um, winning the game, I think, two one, and and I had a particularly good game after that. Mm. And as we're walking off, I'll never forget Billy Bond said to me, "Now you're a player." Yeah, yeah, yeah. now you're a player. And yeah. it's, it's like you, you think, oh yeah, I get yeah. it now, Bill. Yeah. You know, you responded in the right way, and, yeah. and if you make a mistake, the next ten minutes after that mistake, yeah. the, the yeah. fans yeah. are going to decide. They can yeah. see whether they're with you or they're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they can see what's happened. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Julian Dix. I think it's a, when he played for Birmingham and he played at West Ham and we ran down the chicken run and he said, you know, we could feel like spit on my shirt. And this is all right. He liked it. Yeah. Hey, well, I will. How do I get to sign for this club? I bet you don't do that impersonation when he's in the studio. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should wrap this podcast up with a prediction for the next game, and then we'll talk to Alvin about Alvin-related stuff in our next bonus yeah, that podcast. Yeah, sounds a good we do idea. That? Absolutely. 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 We like that. Absolutely. Should we have predictions for uh, our next Alas, game, I which I is um, Huddersfield Hunters away at the Alas, weekend? I can't go. I'm really. This is the second. Season. It's, been going, a work, it's a working day. I am yeah. going. I'm yeah. commentating Amazing. on that yeah. for Talk Sport. Brilliant. Um, Brilliant. They got a result, didn't they? They uh, did. Yeah, against Fulham. Against Fulham. Yeah, they scrapped so out a one give them confidence. Win. But you've got to feel as long as we stick to stick to the way we played against Burnley, yeah. stick to the principles, the way we you know battered Brighton second half, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, I think we're going to win. I think uh, it might be quite tight. Pretty poor. I think we're going to. It was this. our standout game of last season. I've heard well, them referred to as Cruddersfield oh, by wow. some people. Well, well I think they were hurtful, hard, but I don't they think are a bad team. Easy. There's a. That's probably some kind of northern, like Crapplesfield and Crudders, you know, they're, they're, what, it's a yeah, real yeah, place. There'll be a sort of, there'll be a kind of northern towns will have nicknames yeah. for each other. Okay, well, in any yeah. case, I don't think they're good. I think we're going to beat them, aren't we? 
I think I think we will, but I think it'll be tight. Jim, what do you think the score will be? Two one. Two one. Sam? Two nil. Two nil. Alvin? I, I can totally agree with what he's saying, but mm-hmm. I never back us to win because I'm I'm it's a I'm a genre mm-hmm. when it comes to that. So I'm mm. gonna go for a draw. A draw? But secretly. <laughs> <laughs> can we have a score? Yeah, we'll score. A score job? What score? What, well there won't be a lot of goals from their point of view. No. I'd like to think that we'll get more than one, but one all. Okay, I'm going to go for. Uh, <laughs> I should explain, Alvin. Some of my, my some of my wilder predictions end up coming true. Right, well, I one, one did. <laughs> no, no, no. It's more than one. He yeah. predicted the three 0 at Liverpool, for example. I did. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there was one this season. Yeah, uh, yeah, there quite was a high score. Yeah, there was yeah, yeah, Everton yeah. away. Yeah, Everton away. Three one. I think yeah, three one. Yeah, yeah. All right. Huddersfield, Huddersfield one. West Ham 5. Wow. That's what I'm going for. Wow. You never know. That's what I'm going for. You never know. So uh, we're going to wrap this one up and then uh, start another almost immediately. You don't have to listen to them, listener, at the same time. You can take a break. You don't have to do a (laughs) back-to-back. Stop. Have a cup of tea. Have a a bath. Make a a sandwich. Or orange. Also, just maybe just go for a walk. Shut down from all social media and stimulate because it's good for your mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Just take a break, come back and then listen to have a drink just have a drink well, come Jim, on, that's Jim. your come answer on. to everything yeah it is yeah, it's not a bad answer no, no it's true yeah. uh, so that's been it from this Stop Hammer Time my name's Phil Whelans with me being Jim Grant Cheerio. Sam Delaney Ta-da. and Alvin Martin bye bye come on you irons this is a playback media production get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.